This is HeartWise, offering practical tips and time-proven guidelines to make your life healthier, happier, and more fulfilling. Today you'll learn simple, Bible-based principles for building and maintaining optimum mental and physical health, all while deepening your relationship with your Creator. I'm your HeartWise host, Charles Mills. We're independent creatures by nature. Most of us would like to take care of ourselves and not be a bother to anyone, especially our family. Staying independent is important to our self-esteem as well. It's also the topic of today's discussion with cardiologist Dr. James Markham, founder-director of HeartWise Ministries. Dr. Markham, tell us how to stay independent for as long as possible. This is near and dear to me because most of the patients I see in the office every day are older patients. Mm, yes. Everyone wants to stay independent. They want to stay with their own house. They want to stay driving. They want to fix their own food. They don't want to depend on people to help them all throughout life. But I'm here to tell you that that is not the best thing in some instances, and it's not reality. Yeah. So this program is going to be very interesting for not only people that are getting older, and I want the older people to have an open mind and listen, because this is some good stuff that can help you. Because I, I work with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of older patients, and sometimes they just don't listen. Mm-hmm. And so this is a program that will help them, but also the caregivers. This will help the caregivers and future caregivers. And you still live independently, don't you? Absolutely. Well, I'm actually, I'm dependent on my wife. So there you go. She takes good care of me. And that's a good point, Charles. If you think about it, none of us are truly independent. I have my wife that helps me do certain things that I can't do. You know, we have a God in heaven that gives us air to breathe, that helps us, supplies our food for us. And I think that's the first step. We all need God and we all need to be thankful for those people that want to help us. But living alone in our older years, it's a challenge as well as a risk. And sometimes as people get older, especially as you live alone, and that's reality, sometimes a spouse dies, you're by yourself, you live by yourself. Sometimes there's no one in the house to call the paramedics if you get hurt. Um, There's no one sitting at the dinner table to provide conversation. And when you're by yourself and you don't have someone to do things with, you actually have a decline in your thinking skills. Hmm. And this increases your risk for chronic health problems. And the most common one I see in people living by themselves is depression. Now, there's many tools out there that we have to reduce the risk of living alone. And implementing them is sometimes easier said than done. So I had a patient that came to me the other day, and he was 84 years old. And I could see that aging was affecting his balance. And he was about ready to tip over and fall at any moment. Um, He was dizzy when he got up, and it wasn't anything that – it's just a normal process of aging. We lose muscle tone. We're just not as balanced or, you know, we're just not as strong. We just get weaker as we get older. You know, he was a very proud person. And I talked to him, and I said, listen, one of the things you can do to stay independent is have a cane or a walker. I know that you don't want to do this, but if you have a cane or a walker, if you don't do this, you might fall down and bonk your head. Mm-hmm. You might break a hip. You might hurt yourself. And at that moment, you're not going to be able to drive. You're not going to be able to get yourself to the bathroom. You're not going to be able to be independent. Then they're going to put you into an assisted living situation. This is something that's very easy to do. 
of course, he didn't listen to me. Okay. Six months later, he fell down and broke his hip. And then he came back after he had his hip repair and being in assisted living for six months. And he said, I should have listened to you. So there's many out there that are hearing this that have loved ones and you might be a person that's about ready to fall. So take some precautions. What are some simple things you can do? Well, when you're in the bathroom, make sure you have something to hold on to when you change positions. Um, don't take chances with stairs. Always have something to hold on to when you're going down or up. And don't be too proud to have a walking stick or a walker or someone's arm to hold on. Just don't take chances. It's not worth the fall. Our bones are getting weaker. Our muscles are getting weaker. Our nerves are getting weaker. We have a higher chance of falling as time goes on. Another story that I heard of a lady that fell down and bonked her head. Well, she bonked her head, had a concussion. She was living independent to that day. Now she's no longer independent. Just something as simple as making sure you're safe not to fall is something big. Does this mean we want people not to move? No, we want people to move and do things, but we want to do it in a safe manner where they don't fall down. Charles, do you have a walker or cane at home? Not yet, but you know, my dad had some and they're in storage. So when I need them, I know where they are. We as sons and daughters and grandsons and granddaughters, we have to remind mom and dad that they need these things. Yes, and, and my own father has had some problems with his hip lately. And I've had to remind him, you know, you're getting out in the, you know, mowing the grass every day. You're 70 plus years old. Maybe dad, you should slow down a little bit and be a little bit more careful with what you're doing, yeah. you know, because the body ages at different speeds and your bones and muscles, you know, might be 80 years old. Your mind might be 60 years old and you don't want your brain talking those parts into doing things they shouldn't <laughs> want to do. You know, yes. just common sense things. Like I had a patient that was 88 one time that was cleaning his gutter. Oh, okay. Oh. And fell off the gutter and hit the ground. Do well, it. you know, yeah. when you're 88, you really should not be climbing a ladder at all, yes. you know, and being smart about that and realizing, you know, there's limitations here. I got to sort of put my pride down yeah. and not do that. When you live alone or you're by yourself or you don't have a lot of people around, a lot of people find a lot of value from having these safety alert devices. You know, you can wear them around your neck. You can just hit a button. It calls 911 or have a cell phone with you. And remember, these devices are with you 24 hours a day. Every year in the hospital, I have five or six patients, Charles, that came in because they've fallen down somewhere in the house and they can't get up. They're not strong enough to get up and they sit there for long periods of time. They have muscle breakdown. Some of them go into renal failure. Whereas if they could just hit a button and call 911, get some paramedics there, they could get them up and evaluate them before they spend there for a day or two. And these devices, you know, they cost 25 to $50 per month, depending on the systems. But I want to leave people as we get older, we have to have more devices to call for help in case we get compromised. Another thing that sometimes helps people as they get older is having an emergency supply kit. Hmm. You know, if you have bad weather, times when you can't get to a store, and sometimes you'll need, you know, two or three days worth of supplies. And that includes food and water. Well, if you keep those in the pantries and have you when you need them, especially your medications as well, then you don't have those special problems as well. As we think about aging, it's a lot of it's common sense. um, But the biggest thing is pride, you know, realizing that we have to be smart. We have to cut back our schedules. We have to get more rest. We have to be more careful when we're moving. Now, there's a lot of more subtle things that we're going to talk about as well. And one of them is that social connection. Hmm. 
being in contact with others is very valuable to your health care. You must talk to someone every day, and that's when the worship is so important, getting out and talking to God, a daily phone call with a family member or friend. You have to have that social connection. God made us to be social. Try to make it to church. You know, Try to find something to interact with, something that you can connect with on a daily basis, a senior center, um, volunteering opportunities. Those social connections, keeping the mind busy is important to lower the risk of the brain getting older. If you don't move a body part, Charles, as we get older, you lose it. That's right. That's so right. one of the ways we use our brain is by social interactions. It works the different parts of the brain. Another one that really helps people, I think, is reading out loud for 10 minutes a day. Hmm. When you read out loud, you work different parts of the brain. You work the visual centers, the hearing centers, the speech centers, and also the cognitive. You work, it's like exercising everything in the body rather than just one part. Right, um, right. A lot of elderly patients, as they get older, they tend not only to isolate themselves, but they also don't interact and they don't do things as much. The worst thing you can do when you get old is sit in a chair and watch TV. Yes. You know, that's not the way to keep the brain from aging. You know, you want to keep that brain doing things, communicating with people, being creative, puzzles, um, working on different things, talking to different people, reading the scriptures out loud, talking to God, doing all these things that keep the brain working as well as it can be. I like this list because, you know, sometimes we as children are called upon to take care of our aging parents, and now I know some important things to include when I take care of someone who is aging. My mom and dad are gone now, but I'm happy to say that uh, we did these things. We, we kept up with their aging, and we provided these things for them, and it made their life longer and much more rewarding as well. But now if you have someone, a parent or a relative that you need to take care of, these are ways that you can do that. We'll take a break, and when we come back, more with Dr. James Markham, cardiologist and founder director of Harwise Ministries, about how we and our loved ones can stay independent as long as possible, so stay right where you are. Have you ever wondered about your place on this earth, why you were put here, and what you can do to make a difference? Well, I've got good news. You can become a healer. I'm Nick Evanson, Production Manager at HeartWise Ministries, inviting you to help spread the news that optimum health is possible. Your family, friends, and coworkers don't have to be as sick as they are. There's information available to help them stop chronic disease in its tracks. Diabetes, heart disease, obesity, hypertension, They've all met their match. Your support of this ministry allows thousands to learn how to defeat these destructive enemies. Working in partnership with HeartWise Ministries also brings changes into your life, and believe me, people will notice. Your example becomes a healing light in a very dark and sick world. Take a moment and visit our website at heartwiseministries.org and add your support. Become a leader and share the gift that truly keeps on giving. Thank you. Before we get back to our guest, I want to invite you to interact with HeartWise Ministries. Perhaps you have a question or comment to share. Is there a topic you'd like for us to discuss on this program? Have we helped you in some way with the information or resources we've made available to you each week? If you're a computer person, you're in luck. You can visit the heartwiseministries.org website and leave a message in the contact section. Or you can click on over to Facebook and join our family by liking HeartWise Ministries. 
Here you can enter your thoughts and suggestions, enjoy Dr. Markham's latest video blogs, and learn more about the many activities of this global outreach. A lot of exciting things happening at HeartWise. Of course, you can call us as well. Here's our phone number for non-medical queries and comments. 423-238-0048. That's 423-238-0048. We're here to serve you. Please feel free to use any of these avenues to communicate with us. Welcome back to the program. I'm your host, Charles Mills. Today's program is very important. If you are growing old, if you have a family member who is growing old, we want to stay independent. I know they want to stay independent, and we can help them do that. We can help ourselves do that by following these guidelines that Dr. Markham has shared with us. So far on the program, having a a walker or a cane nearby to keep us from falling, having a safety alert, one of those little buttons you have around your neck, push the button if you fall down, emergency supply kit, how important that is a little bit of food and medicine in there that keep us going when things turn bad weather-wise. Social connection. I'm I'm assuming, Dr. Markham, Facebook would work in that as well and calling some of them. <laughs> yes, it's a, yes okay. that would work too. All yeah. right. And reading out loud using many parts of the brains all at once. What else can we do to stay independent? Because we all want to do that. The next ones have to do with our physical health mm-hmm. as far as medications and doctors and our relationships with modern medicine and illness. Uh-huh. I see a lot of people that come to the office every day that lose their independence because of medications, um, because they're not doing simple things. So let's give some simple things that are so important. We talked about moving the parts. If you can, you should get up and move and stretch every hour. If an older person doesn't move their body parts, they get stiff. And when things get stiff, they age faster. Mm -hmm. So we don't want that. So we want to keep moving, no matter what that looks like to you, moving every part of the body from the legs to the shoulders to the head, even to the brain. Some people help with social interconnections as they age, especially ones that lost a loved one of having a pet or having something to care for in their house. And I know a lot of people have dogs and cats. Some people are able to have a plant that they care for, but something that they can care for that gives them purpose for living. Another thing that as we get older, we don't go outside as much. When we don't go outside as much, we tend to not get vitamin D and sunshine, which is valuable for our body. Um, Also, when we don't go outside, sometimes we don't take as many deep breaths. Mm -hmm. So people, if they don't do those things, they need to take some vitamin D tablets. They need to practice deep breathing. Sometimes when we get older, we sort of get sort of slumped over. We don't have good posture. We take shallower breaths. But when we just practice deep breathing in our aging, it helps more oxygen goes through the body. It improves the circulation. It helps every cell in the body do better. Drinking water. Our thirst goes down every year that we age. And as our thirst goes down, we don't have enough water. Um, 70 to 80% of our brain's water. If it doesn't get enough water, it can't think as well. It turns on stress chemistry that causes our brain to age. So just drinking water as we get older helps our brains, helps our muscles, helps our inflammation in the body, helps our kidneys do better. So just something as simple as making sure you drink some water if your doctor agrees every day. That's one of the great things that we can help our bodies stay independent. So even though our thirst goes down, our need for water and the amount of water we need in our bodies does not go down. That's correct. So take a look at your urine. If it's coming out dark, then we have a problem. Okay. 
Now, sometimes as we get older, we want to keep our independence, but sometimes we get put on more and more medications for different illnesses. You know, if you have a pain, some people are on medicines for anti-inflammatory. Some people are on different medicines that we accumulate through the years. Well, as you get older, to keep your independence, you have to be very, very careful with medications. For instance, sometimes if you're not drinking enough water, a 5-milligram diabetic pill becomes a 10-milligram diabetic pill, and your blood sugar can go low, and you can get dizzy and pass out. As we get older, the drugs don't metabolize as well. So one of the best ways to stay independent is try not to need medications. Mm. Well, how do you do that? Well, that's, again, biblical prescriptions, trying to live the best you can God's way. Keep the stress down. Eat healthy foods. Plant-based diet. Go outside. Exercise. Be happy. Trust in God. Be anxious about nothing. Charles, I see many people that lose their independence as they get older, just because they're scared about everything, you know, they go to the doctor with a lot of problems and the doctor looks into them. They say, you have this going on and they're literally scared about everything. And the problem that the doctor finds is not as dangerous as the fear that it generates. And I see a lot of people lose their independence because they're scared and they're fearful. What can be done about that? Well, I tell people that first of all, understand the benefits of modern medicine. Modern medicine treats symptoms and not cause. And also, true healing comes from God. Doctors treat the symptoms, but God does the healing. And as long as you have a loving relationship with God, you're going to be healed. It's just where, when, and how. You have that. So really, as they say in New Zealand, no worries, mate. And that's why in the scriptures, we, we, we have text, be anxious about nothing. God did not create a spirit of fear because he knows those spirits of fear cause us to age quicker. As our brain gets older, we don't handle those thoughts as easy. You know, when you're younger, you say, oh, I'm not scared of anything. Well, there's a reason for that. The brain's not older. But as we get older, if we don't have that brain under control, little things become big things a lot quicker as the brain ages. And I've learned this by working with patients. If you don't say the right words at the right time in the right manner, you can create a lot of fear and distress, and that can hurt in their ability to stay independent. I have people that have severe disease, Charles. And it doesn't cause them any problems at all. But if I told them that you have all these blockages and this and this, and they were scared constantly, all of a sudden they couldn't function. Guess what? Their independent goes away. Just because you have disease doesn't mean it's causing a significant problem or having a symptom. So that's very important, I think, is is trying to control fear and anxiety as a person gets older. And that part of that comes by being healthy, so you don't need to take the risk of taking lots of medications. If you are taking medications, you know, try to do natural things to maybe come off them. If you can't, be very, very responsible with the medications. Talk to your doctor about which medicines are particularly dangerous. And I use a class of blood thinners that are particularly dangerous, so I have to make sure my patients aren't falling or themselves. Blood pressure medications, if they're not taken correctly in the right way, they can cause falls. Blood sugar medicines can make the blood sugar go too low. Every medicine has a side effect, and the side effects are amplified as we age. So one of the ways we can become more independent and keep our independence is try not to take as many medications as we can. Talk to your doctor about that, staying off of them. And also, if you are taking them, understanding them very well, how they work, when you should take them, when 
when you should not take them? You know, what are some concerns that you might be taking too much of the medications? Um, what are the signs you might be taking too little of the medicines? Which medicines might hurt my thinking, which might cause me to fall, which might cause me to lose independence? So all of these things are there as far as the medications can go. Now, I want to sort of talk a little bit about this pride thing. You know, sometimes sometimes we have to ask for help. When you're no longer able to drive or manage your once routine activities, and that might be house cleaning or shopping, it's time to, to realize that and don't worry about it. Just a fact of life and start looking for services that can help you. Take advantage of the drugstores and pharmacies and restaurants that deliver yeah. in your neighborhood. Yeah. Don't be too proud to ask for a, a handicapped parking sticker if you need it, or ask for a special seat at church where you're not at a risk of falling down, or a, a bus service that might give you free, affordable ride so you don't have to take the risk of driving. And then sometimes as we get older, we can also have people come into our homes and help us. The daily living tasks such as bathing and dressing and cooking, that becomes too too difficult. Well, sometimes you can still have some independence by you know hiring some private duty care. And this usually comes in a couple different forms. Sometimes people have companions that help out or a health aide. And both are able to offer these services to help you do the daily activities and still you can keep your independence a lot more. And sometimes these services can cost a little bit of money, but keep in mind that moving to an assisted living center cost more money. Yes, it does. Okay? Yes, it does. And working with the systems that you have sometimes can be cheaper than that. Now, are there some instances where I think assisted living is great? Yes. If you're living by yourself and you can't do things, you're unhappy, you need socialization, sometimes you can find an assisted living center that gives you some of these advantages that you don't have at home. So this is something that you have to have an ongoing talking with your family and you weigh the benefits of services at your home against moving to a different environment. But one of the things in all of our older people and and our younger people that care for older people, but realize these things are going to happen and these are part of aging and this is part of health and this is part of serving and it's been there since the beginning of time and we have to think about things ahead of time and of course do the things that make caring for each one of us as easy as possible for our friends and neighbors and there's some simple things that we can do today, Charles, to help lower that risk and be more independent. And the first thing I want to ask everyone to do today is just have a prayer to God. Say, God, I just thank you so much for giving me things and I'm dependent on you and help me to do things myself in my own life through your power that will keep my body working well. And and when I do start to break down, I still want to praise you, but I also want to be smart and not have too much pride to do these simple little things. You might want to write down a checklist. You know, did I drink water? Did I go out? outside? Did I take a deep breath? Am I being safe in my car? Am I having social environments? Do I need a pet? And then at the bottom of that list also say, am I happy today? Because if you're not happy today, we have to start looking at a different plan Um, because we want people to live abundantly and not just exist. Existing is not what God wants us to do. He wants us to live and have purpose, Charles. These are things that I try to give to my patients to think about because some people, Charles, believe it or not, they don't think about these simple things that they can do to increase their independence. My, what a wonderful list. And listener, you can hear this program again. If, you, if you've if been scribbling notes down like I have on this program, if you want to hear it again, heartwiseministries.org. You can just look for the program. We're calling it Staying Independent. Find that program, listen to it again, and make a list like he says there, and uh, live a, a much better life as you go along. Dr. Markham, that was a wonderful, wonderful list that you've given us. 
Until next time, listener, this is Charles Mills along with Dr. Markham inviting you to remain heartwise. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for joining us today on HeartWise. If you'd like more information on how to build and maintain optimum physical, mental, and spiritual health, log on to heartwiseministries.org. HeartWise is a listener-supported program, and your partnership with us would be greatly appreciated. Once again, our web address is heartwiseministries.org. Ministries.org.